Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm Lauren. I'm Nolan. And I'm Russell. Welcome to the Nerds at the Roundtable. Here, a handful of nerds, that's us, talk about a franchise that has branched out into forms of media beyond the original format. To reach out to various groups of people, many entertainment companies will try to adapt their products to different forms of media. Take Star Wars, for example. There's the original movies and the obvious influence that they had on the film history. There's also the incredible score from John Williams, Kalos Lego Star Wars games, and even a parody musical. And each of us are very into these different media. Actually, each of us should be, each of us is. I'm gonna commit arson. And each, <laughs> and each of us is very into these different media. I'm a recovering theater kid. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like uh, like, like an AA meeting or something. Yeah, yeah. Good pitch, good pitch. Thank you. Um, after doing theater for probably 13 years of my life, which scared Russell, I know more than a person reasonably should about all things Broadway. I only did theater for like three years, and that was more than enough. They yeah, wouldn't even let me in two. on any of the plays or musicals. See, they were like, you can be the sound guy. Mm-hmm. There's a reason it's recovering. Yeah, what? Uh, just, just, I want to know, what was your favorite theater role? Like, your favorite character that you played in what play? I was the baker's wife in Into the Woods right before COVID hit. So I didn't ever actually get to do it, which is really sad. So your favorite character is the one who cheats on her husband and then dies immediately after. Yeah, basically. A little bit of instant karma. It's fun. Mm. Sounds fun to me. That's 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 good. Um, Healthy dose of adultery. (laughs) Never, uh, never go wrong there. Oh my gosh. Lauren? I've always been passionate about books and movies. Ever since I was little, I've always loved to read, and my love for movies originally stemmed from watching the film versions of my favorite books. Favorite franchise that came from books and became a movie? No pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was like a lot younger, I was definitely like a Harry Potter kid. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that. That was kind of like the. Yeah, that was kind of like the elementary school child of my, the my elementary middle school child uh like self really enjoyed the series of unfortunate events books that was like my harry potter i can never get into that I, I i never read the harry potter books but i really appreciated the narrative style of series of unfortunate events especially because it like has that kind of omnipotent like overlord oh, like, sense and yeah and lemony snick it always like defines words for you in a really creative way it's honestly probably what got me into linguistics as a child hmm. so definitely a formative experience reading those when I was younger. That's interesting. I definitely was a Percy Jackson kid. I never really got into Harry Potter simply because it was what my sister did and I wanted to be quirky and different. Mm-hmm. So Who was your godly parent? Oh my god. Were it, you were you one of those kids who was like, oh, I'm a Poseidon kid for sure. No. Okay. Um it's been a while since I've kept up with like mythology, but I was talking about it with some of my As friends if it gets and outdated. someone said <laughs> Mythology is so outdated, you guys. Not up to the, not up to date on the newest mythology lore. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what new gods they've added in this recent patch. I don't <laughs> but um, someone said I was definitely a Hermes kid. You know what? I can see that. I'm so gonna be I'll I'll just I'll just say that it's again I haven't. It's been a long time since I've thought about mythology. So, but Hermes, I I think that does fit me personally. Mm. But moving on, so. I've played video games. There you go. <laughs> Holy shit, me too. I've played video no way. games. No way, same. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've played video games since I was a kid. So they're basically at the core of me. Um, I'm a huge fan of Nintendo in particular, and RPGs are my favorite genre. My favorite games right now, um, I'd say Fire Emblem Three Houses is definitely up there. Such a good game. Lauren's 
Lauren's pumping her fist right now. She approves. I appreciate that. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to like talk or not. I was like, I no, no. I, I your enthusiasm is appreciated, and I wanted to let it be known to our dear listeners of that, which there will be Mr. Ames of, of like four. <laughs> Stephen Hames, this is for you. Um, Breath of the Wild. Absolutely exposed. <laughs> Breath of Lord, the Wild. you should have said your favorite movie was E.T. <sighs> Sorry. Man, missed opportunity. Yeah. I would break that little alien's fingers. Anyway, um, Breath of the Wild is also one of my favorites. So violent. Um, Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Silver. It's probably my favorite Pokemon game right now. No, nah, Diamond Pearl, dude. D- not even Platinum? No. Diamond Pearl? and Pearl? Dude. I spent how are you 300 hours on Pearl two, as a small child. How are you doing with your two fire types? Your, you know what? Your fire monkey, you know what? That, fire cow. That works for me because guess what? I always pick the grass type starter. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was I stupid. love Pikachu. That's um, but, <laughs> okay. But going going back a little further, I really like um, I really liked Gran Turismo. Uh, I played Gran Turismo 3 and 4 a lot and 5. And then a really niche it's series that I... <laughs> niche, niche. Um, the Ace you Combat series. You can look it series. up later and count out which one's oh, not. Oh, yeah, Gran Turismo's a racing racing sim. That's uh, all it is. Yeah. But I also really like the Ace Combat series. I love fighter jets. They they fire missiles and go boom, boom. It's a good time. That is the point of a fighter jet. Yeah, so. it's pretty cool. Sick. So, anyway, <laughs> going back to the script here. The glorious masterpieces that are, as I spelled in, this, in the script, the Skrek games. <laughs> there are a lot of Skrek games. <laughs> yes, um, there are. Obviously, you've got the main series, Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek the 3rd, which may actually be better than the source material, and then Shrek Forever After. There was a lot of racing Shrek games. There's four of them, which, is, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened One for each times. movie. Duh. There were Shrek party games, four of those. And One then, for each movie. And then, how, <laughs> and then um, <laughs> Pocket Shrek for the iOS. Oh, um, an essential. Pocket Shrek. There were also iPad babies. There were educational Shrek games as well. One's called Shrek Dragon's Tale. So, are you just reading the Wikipedia page for Shrek video games? You don't know. You don't know that. Anyways, Nolan. I think the musical trends represent a core part of social identity. I've always been fascinated by the way that music intersects with other media, soundtracks, particularly those with usually. It's not funny. <laughs> you just because he did. I don't know why. You just switched to narrator mode it's so quickly. Mm-hmm. Soundtracks, particularly those which utilize licensed material, play an important role in engaging the moment. Creators have to find the middle ground between the real world and the fantasy world, and in many cases, a song or artist can become so intertwined with a film or TV show that they become inseparable. That's facts. Um, Duel of the Fates. That, that's my contribution. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you were going to continue, so I, w- I wanted Duel, to pause. Duel of the Fates. All right. Yep. Um, I will say that I did fully think that Smash Mouth was in every single Shrek movie. I did, They too. definitely da- no, do have definitely, that kind of notoriety, yeah. but no, I was, I was surprised, too. They do have two songs in Shrek 1, so mm. there is mm. a bit of an overdose. In high school, I was in the video program, and we had to make a music video, and we did ours to all-star mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. there was supposed to be it's interesting how it had such a resurgence in like the mid-2010s yeah it was really well i mean the song came out in 99 shrek one came out in 2001 i believe mm-hmm. so i mean the song was already two years old by that point and then 15 years later everybody decides to poke fun at it mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. 
But since we were talking about Smash Mouth, uh, I pulled up the Smash Mouth Twitter from April 22nd, 2020. Mm-hmm. It's a tweet that says, from Smash Mouth, the official Smash Mouth. Don't be scared. Mr. Mouth himself. Mr. It's Mr. <laughs> Mouth. A song we demoed for Shrek 2 that was never used. This is only a demo. Be kind. Hashtag Wayback Wednesday. And it's called Beside Myself, and it's on SoundCloud.com. SoundCloud.com. Beside Myself sounds so emo for a... Shrek movie. Have you ever yeah. seen Shrek? Uh, Shrek Forever After? It gets so dark. In I just okay. said that I have only seen the first two Shrek movies. Have you ever seen? Forever After does Shrek get kind of dark. Mm. No, like Shrek almost dies. Literally, like straight he, up, just like. But like, literally, in, literally fair. in he Thanos, Thanos fashion, yeah. he starts like wisping away. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, yeah. They Thanos Shrek. They yes, Thanos quite literally. Rumpelstiltskin. Um. I really hope I pronounced that right. I uh, think Thanos's so. Shrek. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The movie is actually pretty fun. Shrek like, is a franchise, that's for sure. I like. I, it is my opinion that I feel like Shrek was actually a pretty good franchise until Shrek the Third, where they really, where DreamWorks really did just crap the bed, and then they just turned it into a bunch of memes and stupid little spinoffs. And then they took themselves somewhat seriously again with the fourth movie, and then that's where they closed it off. Hmm. So basically, you think there was one bad movie? Oh, yeah. I really think those three other movies are pretty good. Dang. Apparently, Shrek I mean, is very Shrek is, unmemorable because Shrek, I do not remember it. Shrek was nominated, along with The Dark Knight of All Things, into, like, what was it called? I th- some, one of Library brought, of Congress uh, thing? Oh, I hmm? think I brought oh, no, it up, I think but I forget else. what I it was said. Like, it was something about Congress. Yeah, there's oh, Library, Library of Congress, Congress Historical yeah, Registry. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, the fact that Shrek had that much influence, and arguably more so than The Dark Knight, even. Like, I'm willing to go that far. Because, like... Okay. There aren't. There are way more <laughs> memes about Shrek, at least, than there are the Dark Knight. I mean, that because, because memes that are the end all be all. Absolutely. Okay. I wrote a twenty-seven page paper about memes. Don't be scared. They're modern folklore. <laughs> Reaching out to different forms of media allows for a wider audience to engage with it, but it also gives the companies more cold hard cash. So. Bazinga. Oh my <laughs> no. <laughs> um. It's important to understand the cultural impact these franchises have, and even the reverse. Um, culture impacts pop culture and vice versa. Art reflects what is happening in a society at any given point in time. Think of the increase in war hero action movies in the wake of 9-11, or the glitzy and glamorous movies of the 50s after the hardships of World War II. In case you couldn't figure it out, we're talking about Shrek. Mm-hmm. So... That's going to be a good time. No one's doing Smash Mouth. You're next. Uh, Caitlin's doing the Shrek musical. Lauren is the the movies. I'm doing the amazing Shrek spinoffs. Before you roll your eyes and close out of this intro episode, hear us out. When Shrek came out in 2001, it was an instant hit. It won the first ever Academy Award for animated film and earned over $487 million in the box office. Three sequel movies, spinoffs, short films, multiple video games, a soundtrack that instantly became a classic, and even a Broadway musical that was not good followed the movie. Um, That's actually, not in the script. That's your opinion, bro. Actually, <laughs> your opinion it's kind movie. of a banger, so thank uh, you very much. It's kind of a banger. From a distance. <laughs> now, Shrek is known for the countless memes it's produced, as well as the very unfortunate YouTube video, Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life. Watch at your own risk. Don't. So clearly, there's much to talk about regarding everyone's favorite ogre. So tune in for our first episode where you get to hear all about the cultural impact of Shrek. See you next time on 
Nerds, Nerds of the, the Round Table. table. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cringe. I love Where'd that.